All right. All right. Uh, did Jeff tell you what we were going to do? He just told me that uh, you were going to ask me something or, or something. Okay, perfect. It, there, it's basically a surprise. I right, basically you're you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Okay. <laughs> uh, in front of me, I have a list of Slate staffers. Some of the names are crossed off. You're supposed to cross them off once you've done the dishes. And I see, and I see that your name is not crossed off. I make coffee all the time, though. Okay. Well, the- there's no list for coffee. Now, full disclosure, my name is not crossed off. Mine isn't either. Let, let's talk about it. Why is your name not crossed off? Very fair question. So, <laughs> funny enough. <laughs> funny enough. Here's the thing. These are the voices of some of my colleagues at the Slate office where I work. As I was um, reminding them, we have this list in the kitchen where we have to empty or load the dishwasher and cross off our name before the next list. It's basically there to shame staffers into keeping the communal space tidy. My name has actually never been crossed off this list. Our producer, Danielle, counted, and for every male staffer who's tidied up the kitchen, there are two female staffers who have done the same. Sounds pretty familiar, right? So I called in some victims into the studio one by one to ask them why they never felt like they had to do it. I'm Eamon Ismail, and you're listening to Man Up. On this show every week, we tell honest stories about our lives and investigate where we get our ideas about what it means to be a man. The division of labor at home between men and women remains stubbornly unequal, even when women work. In a recent piece in the New York Times, writer Darcy Lockman details the not-so-subtle ways this played out in her otherwise progressive relationship. She and her husband both worked full-time jobs, but Lockman kept noticing ways her husband seemed oblivious to the thousand other tasks left for her to handle. It got me thinking about my own relationship and the billion tasks that my wife handles at home that I'm also oblivious to. Growing up, my mom would get mad at me if I tried to do the dishes. We were a traditional Muslim household, and that was supposed to be her and my sister's job, not mine. So I see where this comes from. It actually still affects me. And that brings me to this particular list hanging in the Slate office. I know it's there. I see it every day. It hangs in the kitchen near the sink. But when I walk past it, I quickly glance at my name that's never once been scratched off, then just carry on with my day. Why is that? And why didn't I care until someone pointed it out to me? The list existed, was created originally, I think, because people were angry that there were dishes always sitting in the, in the sink. So it was a attempt to kind of make this a collaborative community effort, mm-hmm. which, like many collaborative community efforts, are, like, better in the abstract than in practice sometimes. <laughs> this is Cleo. She works on Slate's business staff now, but last year, she worked on the operations team. She was one of the people behind the making of this list. Being being in kind of an administrative role in the office is funny because you're like kind of like the lowest like rung of the office, but you're also kind of like the mother. And so I, I was like, I think a lot about like nursery school and like <laughs> in nursery school, like that you... That just so perfectly describes the office. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to have that five minute period between... Uh, classes where everyone like picks up their toys and there were some people when we instituted this rule that were like I'm not going to do the dishes because I don't actually use the dishes so I'm like exempting myself from the process I hadn't actually noticed that it's more 
men than women, which is funny because I went to women's college, so I'm usually very on top of that kind of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think what's funny that they're a treat the the men of the office were called out for not having done as much picking up and helping out. And then there were like a group of guys who very aggressively were like, <laughs> please give me that glass to put away. I think Slate is funny because they are so like, I think because there are a lot of journalists and people who are more on top of like current issues and gender dynamics. There are a lot of men that are very in touch with like traditionally feminine virtues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I almost... They want to be woke. Yeah, they definitely want to be woke. Even if guys at our office are trying to be conscious of these issues, they're still failing in the kitchen. Here's what Seth, who works on Slate's homepage, has to say about not cleaning up. So, in my defense, (laughs) (laughs) I would say that I, I do take pains to either put my dishes in the dishwasher or hand wash an individual dish and put it in the dish rack. Mm Mm-hmm. But I have not crossed my name off because I thought that the list was only for that, for emptying the dishwasher. And, you know, a very fair question would be, why have I never emptied the dishwasher? So why have you not unloaded the dishwasher at work? Since that's, I mean, let's mm-hmm. just be fair. If that's what you thought that the list was, right? why have you, uh, I mean, because the list is in plain view for everyone to see. Yes. <laughs> right? Right. I uh, I also, like, will say that I, I'm in a big... I'm a big proponent of, like, using public shame to influence behavior. <laughs> so uh, the list oh, man. the list is a great tool for that. And I think, like, just that lizard brain, like, instinct to just say, like, I've got more important things to do mm-hmm. is often the reason why, like, that I just, like, instinctually am saying, like, there's more important ways that I should use my time yeah. um, rather than just take like, you know, whatever, five minutes it would take. I'd certainly think about my apartment with more care and like personal preference consideration than I do the office. Like yeah. if, if if I see dirty dishes, especially if they have food and stuff on them at home, like it is the type of thing that can get to me if they sit there for a long time. Like just because, I don't know, it makes me think like I'm the slob who is letting this state of existence like right. Right. perpetuate itself. It's like more clearly your fault in a way. <laughs> if it's like in your own house in yes. your own kitchen exactly exactly yeah. Yeah. the dishes in at my house become a mark of shame upon that i can't like really put onto anybody else yeah. that's pretty much how i feel i see the dishes piled up at work and all i see is someone else's mess i'm not used to cleaning up after other people so i'm having a hard time finding the motivation to fix it i guess that's what this list is for public shaming does make for quick motivation I also talked to Alessandro on our business team. I try to avoid making eye contact with my name <laughs> at all costs. But I see it up there because my name is like one of the first ones also mm. because it's all alphabetical. Yeah. So I'm like, I think the third or fourth name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like if people are looking down the list, mine is the first one that they see and then they start to see everyone else. <laughs> um, simply put, I haven't done the dishes. <laughs> I have in the past though. Yeah. But I am one of the few that actually does the dishes after I'm done Mm. with my particular dish but I should be better it is like a communal space so yeah we should all respect it I think people are just falling into the same habits like I don't know if this is necessarily true because I have no evidence to speak to it but I think it's generally the same people that are leaving the same dish like the dishes in the kitchen 
um, and the same people that are cleaning over and over. Um, I think there's just like general bad habits that have been built over time. I would hope that the cleaning list isn't a gender thing, but evidence to the contrary, apparently. Yeah, it's it's hard to want to clean up after other people, and I feel like that becomes doubly so at work. Right. Because uh, there's so many people at Slate where you don't interact with on a daily basis. So to think like, all right, now I have to clean up after myself and them, it almost feels like extra. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I do feel guilt knowing that the dishes have to get done and there are people who are just leaving it in there and, and we can't just leave them to get piled up. Right. So it has to get done. And it's typically, uh, from what I've seen, it's usually just the women in the office who go in and, and be like, all right, I'm going to bite the bullet and take care of these dishes. Uh, that sucks. I don't like the way that makes me feel. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah. Never really looked at it that way. And I feel bad for Tenzin too because he ends up having to do it a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Tenzin is the slate janitor who, after cleaning up the whole office, will stay a little bit after to wash the dishes. Slate pays him extra for it, but it really isn't his job, and he shouldn't have to do it anyway. So I do wonder if there's another explanation for why so many men at Slate aren't doing the dishes. It seems like we might be overcomplicating something that is just a routine tragedy of the commons. I mean, there are also women who aren't crossed off the list. I wondered if any of their explanations would be any different. So I asked Lisa. Slate's art director. So, Lisa, why haven't you done the dishes? I really don't have an excuse. I, I, <laughs> I really, I've got nothing. <laughs> Do I sound like your mom right now? <laughs> no, no, she would have phrased it differently, but <laughs> I would still possess the same amount of shame. But yeah. um, I think I feel compelled to give her an excuse, but I'm not compelled to give you one. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, my name is not crossed off either. I haven't done the dishes at Slate either. I wanted to know how you felt about this whole list system. I mean, it seems to be working. I guess there's got to be some implicit entitlement on my part that I'm not participating, which mm-hmm. is fucked up. But if I were to give a rationalization for it, I usually don't leave i leave like a mug in the sink every day towards the end of the day mm-hmm. but this is just some sort of like guilty avoidant way for me to try to explain why i'm not participating in something that's supposed to be a democratic way of like maintaining the office during office hours mm-hmm. you know even a sense of caring about participation in the chart i don't know if that at all came up with anybody who was or wasn't on the chart but like I, I see the list and I'm pretty like oblivious to it and like and like the idea of kind of like not that it's up for the sake of shaming but like maybe guys just feel less phased by not having their name not checked off and it's not even an issue of cleanliness but it's just the kind of general emotional resilience and ambivalence created by like sort of like patriarchal privilege that it's fine to just see your name uncrossed off there and keep going about your day. It's weird because I'm describing that, but then I still don't do the fucking dishes. So, like, <laughs> There's one person I especially looked forward to asking. That's the host of The Gist, Mike Pesca, who sits across from me. If you've ever heard Mike before, you know he has thoughts about everything. And he definitely has thoughts about why his name is never crossed off the list. 
First, can you just tell me why you think that, that that's the case? Yep, I'll tell you exactly. I do the dishes in my home and my girlfriend does not. I've always been a big dish doer because my way of thinking is I'm very terrible at things that are detail-oriented. And I think this is gendered, actually. I think that if you look at a, uh, a pointillist painting, the man is more likely to see the broad <laughs> outlines and the women the fine details. But even in my relationship, even if it's not uh, because of gender in general. So dishes are something that, as long as you wipe them pretty much clean, it's kind of like stupid labor. I'm good at stupid labor. Uh, uh, Shoveling the sidewalk, great job for me. Stupid labor, (laughs) you can see if it's done right or done wrong pretty easily. Um, things that are like fine detail and getting it right, I'm terrible at. So yeah. I throw myself at the stupid labor. That, now, that resonates with me. Yes. So in the work context, I there has been that sheet and I have done the dishes, but I guess there keeps being a new sheet <laughs> and I don't notice that. So maybe that's just about details. It's about the detail of me not noticing the new sheet and yeah. I think that I've done my job. This at least is my intellectual justification for it, but I don't think it's about being a man. I really don't. Yeah. I think like what would the manly task be in the office? Like let's say there was something about moving desks. Mm. I'd be no more likely to not be on that <laughs> sheet. A list As of I, moving desks. Yeah, yeah. Who's gonna? Who's in? Like, yeah, like who's in charge of picking up a desk and moving it, which is supposedly a manly thing. I probably wouldn't be on that list too. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. This is what Mike does best. He can talk his way out of pretty much anything. So finally, I asked Jason, one of the producers on Slate's news podcast, what next, and one of the busiest people at Slate. What he said made me feel so guilty. I tend to stay very late at work, mm-hmm. and I kind of do the dishes at night and I just do them and I don't really think about the list. Mm. I just do the thing and move on with my life. So you've done the dishes? Oh, I've done the dishes. So you do the dishes? I do the dishes. I just don't feel like, I feel like dishes don't need a checklist. It Mm. feels like a thing that you should do, kind of like breathing. (laughs) This is a thing that I grew up with, I think, that my mother just instilled in me. Like, if if you mess something up, if you make it dirty make it the way it was before mm. and then you could go back to it. Like there's always going to be time for you to make it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what else to say. It seems like such a very simple thing in my head, mm-hmm. but apparently it's not simple. So funny enough, recently moved in with my girlfriend. Oh, and th- oh. these are conversations that we're having now about dishes, about laundry, about all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, I so we have a dishwasher mm-hmm. now and that is in New York. In New York. What change like I didn't know I did, I so she taught me how to use the dishwasher cuz mm-hmm. I just in my old house where I'm from it would be the place that you put the dishes you clean as like a drying <laughs> rack. And so the idea of turning the machine on I just like I was like I had no idea what it does. That's crazy. Yeah. So you had a dishwasher before. Oh, I've had a dishwasher in my life. I just used it as a place to dry dishes. Did you know that it cleaned dishes? It's somewhere deep inside me, I'm sure. <laughs> my mom beat that out of me, that dishwasher. Yeah. So, like, you had the opportunity to not do dishes, but instead she chose to use it as a learning opportunity. Okay, I'm yeah. going to use this machine to teach my kids to do their own dishes. Yes. Yeah. That's boss. And also, I have like now she's. I have a firm belief that I could clean a dish way better than any goddamn dishwasher I ever can, even <laughs> though it's por- probably more environmentally friendly to it's use true. a dishwasher. True. Um, but anyway, like I said, Jason has to be the busiest person at Slate. So what does that say about me? Anyways, here's Cleo again. 
I think more for women, there's a sense of accountability, like uh, or more of a sense of duty or responsibility. And, and that extends beyond just like cleaning or like physical tasks, but like, oh, this, you know, this person is new at the office. Someone should introduce themselves. I think it's very, very basic, like just kind of a little bit of like a nagging sense of I'm responsible for people's like well-being um, and contentment. There's something specifically about when they're not done and everyone's looking at them and no one's doing anything. And there's kind of this like collective like sense of guilt and negligence that like, yeah, makes me uncomfortable. Oh no, this is actually the hard part. So I finally did the dishes and I know this whole episode has been anecdotal from one office kitchen. But I do think this is an evasion many men perform at home, too. Talking to my colleagues, it is obviously more complicated than a simple lesson about gender roles and what we learn at home. And I think that that's true for my own life, too. But at least I could be sure about one thing. It's that the next time that I see my name not crossed off on that list, I'm just going to head to the sink. Damn, that was easy. Or if it's not full. Or if it's not full. And that's our show. Remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. Not only do we appreciate it, but it also helps new people find the show. So support the kid and leave a comment. Also, don't forget to leave us a voicemail by calling 805-626-8707. That's 805-MANUP-07. Or just send one to manup at slate.com. And we might feature it on the show. Man Up is hosted and written by me, Eamon Ismail. Our producers are Cameron Drews and Danielle Hewitt. Our executive producers are Jeffrey Bloomer and Lowen Liu. Gabriel Roth is the editorial director of Slate Podcasts. June Thomas is the senior managing producer of Slate Podcasts. And TJ Raphael is the senior producer of Slate Podcasts. We'll be back next week with more Man Up.